0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy You have the most sunshiniest world leaders, traveled far journeymen, journeywomen I, was, I don't know what I was trying to think of here, but you have your two co-hosts My <laughs> name is Carmen
1: My name is Kelsey and we have been to some parts of the world And today we shall go together to Seattle to discuss Grey's Ac- Anatomy On Grey's Academy. (laughs) What a beautiful day for a podcast.
0: I love it. We finally got there. That was was a journey in itself. We
1: had multiple this-almost-didn't-happen moments today, and yet here we are. Jinx, do not. Yes. Do not. At
0: 2 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock a.m. the next day.
1: Yes. We're recording this live. This is as you're listening to it. We're recording it. Good job.
0: Technically, (laughs) every time we record it, we record it live.
1: No, but... As every single person on iTunes listens to this at different times. We're recording it and talking specifically to them. And if you...
0: We do love you. And if you leave us a five-star review, we'll see it live. Do it right now. Test us. See if it works. Do it.
1: Oh, nobody did it. Wait,
0: why would you say that? (laughs) Oh, that was nice. Thank you. That was so sweet of you.
1: If you do leave us one, though, we'll read it on there and give you special shout-outs. Because we love them and we appreciate them so much.
0: It's true. We will. Um... Also, this, uh, what was I, was I trying to, I was trying to say why, one of the reasons why that this almost didn't happen, but you know what? It's fine. Everything is great. Oh, who is the guy, who is the angry guy on Fox news that was just like, we'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live.
1: I don't, I don't know. There's, they're all angry. I'm
0: going to find that and I'm going to send it to you because that's how I feel right now. Because maybe he
1: does everything. That's not, he doesn't do everything. That's just the only Fox news person I know off the top of my head.
0: Oh, look, you got a, you got a oh, cat hanging out. Oh, that cat, that cat loves you right now. That
1: I'm back. So I'm recording with a cat who is my cat, but has to stay at my mom's house. And I'm at my mom's house now. And she's very in my business because she misses me. So I've I never I seen that cat her, show
0: affection to anything ever.
1: She loves me a lot. And she's very glad that I'm here. So she's very in my business. So if you hear me say jinx, no, or if there's like a loud crash, just assume that's what it is.
0: And your cat's name is Jinx, like you owe me a soda.
1: No, like, don't Jinx it, because she's an all-black kitty.
0: I love it. Uh, Speaking of Jinx, uh, what's the name of this episode so that I can start telling people about the music?
1: This 20th episode of the second season, that is the 29th episode overall, is titled, Band-Aid Covers the Bullet Hole. Carmen, tell me about it.
0: Well, Band Aid covers the bullet hole as a song. Uh, it's actually, so this was weird. I, <laughs> looking at the at the album art for the song and then listening to the song. It was
1: weird. The album art it was weird. weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I will say this is one of the more like recent songs that they had done. Most of them are like 70s, um, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then like. Maybe one two thousand one song, but this this episode aired in what two thousand six, right? Yes. And uh, they have uh, this this song released. It was a single, came out March nineteenth two thousand three uh, by the band Scarling. Um, it was released uh, under the Sympathy for the Record Industry label. That's their that's the whole name, and uh, it was off of the the CD. Um, <laughs> Titled uh, "Sweetheart Dealer," so this was the single off the album. But uh, remember when CDs were released? That's that's a thing that we do. Still. Remember
1: when people used to like line up for them?
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually like, did. I remember lining up for. Uh, there was a Blink One <clears> Eighty Two <throat> CD that I, I remember lining up for, and there was also at one point that I lined up for video games. Now no one no one does that. You just download the games. Yeah. you're getting it no matter what. It's fine.
1: We got I uh, went we went to Best Buy at like midnight to get Battlefront. The first yeah. Battlefront.
0: Yeah. It's a good it's a good I one. went uh to Best Buy I think for every release of StarCraft and Diablo and now now it's not like that anymore. But they used to sell like the really cool and I know this is a tangent, all of you you people listening. That's <laughs> true. Um they, they used to have like the collector's edition books or like the figurines yeah. and it was like, oh, the first 50 people you could buy a figurine and like the first 50 people always bought the figurines. So,
1: um, uh, also yeah. the, when we went, there were stormtroopers. That's Best dope. Buy, so that That's
0: dope. I love that. Bring a little Disney magic to Best Buy. Um. Anyways, so fun fact, this song never charted, basically never did anything. Um, I don't think this band has done anything else. I can, let me see if I can find anything else they did. But it looks like they are still currently, yeah, they're still a band. They're still uh, uh, making music. It looks like the members, is just two. It's uh, a girl named Jessica with a C-K-A and then Christian Haino. And, uh, I wonder what happens when I click on the link to their website. This was, okay. So they don't even own the website anymore. All right. So.
1: (laughs) Is it for sale? The web server is,
0: I don't know. It's the web server is configured to not list the contents of this directory. I don't know. Anyways, that's what I got. Uh, and Kelsey, back to you. Tell us all about this episode.
1: I would love to, Carmen. Um, this episode aired March 12th, 2006 to 22.5 million views. Um, it was directed by Wendy Stanzler and written by Stacy McKee. And I will now read you the Netflix synopsis.
0: Love it. Read it to me.
1: It becomes a bad day for Christina when Bailey instructs her to take care of her baby. Derek and Addison come to terms with their relationship. <laughs> no, they don't.
0: There I was mean, a moment, but Derek definitely not coming to terms. Kind of
1: comes to terms with his own bullshit.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Just but. jump ahead all the way to the end of the episode, <laughs> the literal end. <laughs> oh goodness! I didn't take a, I, th- I think this episode is very on par with the amount of notes that I took. Yeah. As um the the bomb explosion uh as we know it uh, but only because. I don't know. I feel like there wasn't a lot happening, but I was like, I'm trying to force myself to engage and watch the episodes more. Yeah. It's kind
1: of, it kind of feels like a filler episode. Like it's definitely moving the plot forward, but you don't get to see a lot of what it's doing in this episode. Like, I feel like there'll be payoffs for things that happen in this episode in the next episode, but, um, it's just a filler episode. And I will say I wrote one word in my notes, so many freaking times, and I feel like that is the theme of the episode, and it is inappropriate because everyone was just being so inappropriate in this episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What uh, what's the name
0: of the girl who is like basically having sex with George at work? Callie. Callie, yes. Callie, okay. Inappropriate, but well, like she's, I'm not mad. They're at
1: not it. having sex.
0: No, 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 no. I'm telling but she you,
1: she is trying.
0: She's trying. They and they're I having word love sex. Torres.
1: Oh yeah. She's like eye boning him hard.
0: Yeah. Uh also disclosure in case you didn't watch uh, or listen to the last episode, uh Kelsey, do you want to share the thing that we'll be referencing back to I know that I think that this this act, oh, yes, actor yes, yes. actress uh they're 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 trans?
1: Sarah Ramirez is non binary. Not and a right, a right, a right. so Callie we will refer to Callie the character as she her and Sarah Ramirez the actor as they them because that is what they have since it's more recent if you want to say it's like the past two or three years maybe um, but they are a very big activist in the LGBT com- community um, great I follow them on Instagram always great shares a lot of really. Uh, Cool content. And so, um, also, they recently did an interview where they were like, oh, nope, can't tell you. Never mind. (laughs) Spoilers. Perfect. (laughs) No spoilers. On that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I I will say, we'll probably, we'll probably swing back and retouch on this uh probably maybe well, what you think maybe two or three more times just in case probably. and then everything after that uh we're, we're just gonna make sure that you know we're gonna assume that you guys uh know i'm basically assuming that this character is going to be in the show for at least two or three more episodes and yep. maybe long term so um again when we refer to callie it's uh she her and then the the actor's name is
1: sarah ramirez
0: that that will be the the they them so yeah, yes um,
1: and we will do our best to uh, maintain that. If we slip up, we will probably just correct each other. Um, but we are going to try and make sure we uh, honor that appropriately. Yeah,
0: for for all characters that we encounter in this right, show yeah. that that are are living this their truth, which is important.
1: Agreed. Okay, so let's start with our recap. Um. I the first
0: note I was like, "Fucking damn!" I'd love to forget that that scene ever happened with oh, uh, I remember, Meredith like, and I, George.
1: I know what the scene was, but my note was George bad Meredith, which I don't know <laughs> why. You probably meant <laughs> to say George
0: banged Meredith,
1: or boned maybe. I don't know. Or George Meredith, it was bad. I don't know what I was doing.
0: That's hilarious. Remember,
1: George bad Meredith. Bad,
0: bad Good Meredith.
1: <laughs> so, so that was happening. Um, Derek and Addison, you know, Derek like and they're Meredith, alive, quote unquote friends. Callie is there. Denny is there. George moved in with Burke and Christina. Denny and Izzy are inappropriate. <laughs> Good times.
0: I gotta tell you. I I usually yep. am not a huge fan of, like, subplots in TV shows that are... They seem like throwaway things, right? Uh-huh. Like, did you say you did watch The Morning Show or no?
1: No, I haven't, but it's on the list.
0: Okay. Well, I'm not going to spill anything, but it's interesting because they have different subplots that I'm like, it's fine. But, like, why did we need to know that detail about that character, right? Okay. Right. And I want you to know that I love everything about george living with christina and burke
1: Uh, it's
0: it is i feel so bad for christina every time i do yeah
1: (laughs) it's it's funny because i'm like as much as i despise george it doesn't make me dislike him more it just makes me feel bad for christina because i'm like why does burke i why do they like it why does he like him so much well, he's it's he's so his strange. guy. He, he know, he's he's his guy. You know, it's so heart, strange, in heart in the elevator, heart in the still my guy O'Malley. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it is kind. funny
0: though. Like I, I know I'm jumping to the end with the scene where she walks in and he's playing trumpet and George is on the clarinet. Like <laughs> that's it's like. like- Nothing could be more, s- like, so cool and so nerdy at the same time.
1: <laughs> also, like, because, yeah, the way um, that Burke is, like, sitting there looking like a badass and George is, like, beep, bop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's I so hope that that's a, a, a gif somewhere out in, out in the internet. I'm sure
1: it is. It, ha- uh, it must be. Oh, I love it anyways oh. continue okay let's let's start so we're starting. George is staring at himself in the mirror, and he's having a, a crisis, so he's cutting his own hair with like mustache trimming scissors, not hair only in scissors. one spot though yeah, he doesn't like go not, it's just, just he does a bad job.
0: It's his one curly cue, and that's it.
1: <laughs> it's just not good. um, Derek and Meredith are walking the dog
0: ugh dumb, They're
1: annoying. They're like talking about the quote unquote bad thing that Meredith still hasn't told Derek what it is, but he knows that it was bad. And they're like pretending that they're friends, but they're not. And he is standing too close to her and it's inappropriate.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's just. uh, I don't like it.
1: No, it's it's not it's
0: icky. It's icky. It's gross.
1: Um, and then I'm gonna cough now.
0: After that, I believe we cut to a scene where. uh, So sorry. (laughs) It's okay. You you looked. You're you're wonderful. Thanks Um, so much.
1: I don't remember Uh, what the scene leading up to it was. It goes to Christina and Burke's, and she's like waking up and making coffee. And Chris, or oh, him and so George good. come in from their run, and Burke is like, you know, I mean, he looks like he just went on a run, but he also like is composed. And George looks like he's about to pass out from the run that he has just been on. And I'm like, and what he says, he does this thing, which I know it's an audio podcast, but he does like the weird blink thing that sometimes people do when they work out too hard. And I'm like, are you gonna pass out?
0: Well, then he goes into making coffee and awkwardly Can jumping cakes. like an <laughs> idiot
1: he's, he's, <laughs> okay, I get it. you're short, okay, Carmen that's oh. not Carmen cannot relate,
0: yeah, it's for true. for those
1: of you who do not know Carmen. he's a giant
0: <laughs> that's fair I, I, maybe maybe too term. strong a medical term, yeah for anyone over the height of six foot one is just yes. giant. <laughs>
1: Correct Um, Okay so then uh, Christina's just staring at them Because it's weird Because they have a weird bond And it's weird And she (laughs) thinks it's weird as well Um, And then They're at the hospital And Izzy and Christina Are trying to get Meredith To fix everything This is another thing That pissed me off About this episode Is everyone telling Meredith That she has to apologize As though she has not Already done it As though She is not trying To fix this problem Again, there's blame on both parts. If you want to say she's more to blame, that's fine. That's your... I kind of see this that side. However, she has tried more than once to fix it and George is like not like giving anything and it's very frustrating and it's like, it'd be one thing if it was just coming from him, but it's also coming from Izzy so hard. It's so annoying. I was like, Izzy, shut up. I'm over
0: it. The... So I actually spent most of this episode going Guys shut the fuck up Like she said sorry And then I had to remember like She said sorry in private And I guess I was more annoyed that people Were like just say sorry As opposed to have you tried saying sorry But she also like,
1: keeps saying I have apologized <laughs>
0: Like, right but it's not like there it's not like every single time it's we're seeing it for the first time they recommending say sorry he's apologized but yeah no i get what you're saying in general it's it's annoying but yeah. i would say that i'm in i'm in the camp of meredith is more to blame personally
1: yeah um okay so then uh bailey has the baby there which is a choice um,
0: and it's a real baby.
1: It is. It's not. A I didn't.
0: <laughs> I, like I didn't think so at first. I I thought uh, at one point that's a good fake baby, and then I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, never mind. That's real. a real baby.
1: Um, and then, is he? Oh, Alex runs up and he's like, "Hey, you didn't turn, return my call. Like, what's up?" And she's like, "Oh no, everything's great. I am not being inappropriate with my patient. I totally am still into you. Blah blah blah. Whatever." So that's fun. Uh, Denny is getting worse, but still finds the energy to flirt with Izzy aggressively. And what do we say? It's inappropriate.
0: <laughs> it's inappropriate. I don't blame him because she's very attractive, but it is inappropriate. Also so bad, he, Denny.
1: What's what's inappropriate about it even more is that she's doing it back. So it's not like right. he's just doing it, and then because he. I, I feel like they write him to be the kind of character where if truly she was like, this is inappropriate. I'm not into it. I think he would stop, but she is, yeah. she is giving it just as much as she is getting it. And she is loving every minute of it. So it's, you know, happening. So what are your thoughts on, on the Denny and Izzy situation?
0: So I tried to predict the future six different times in this episode (laughs) that he was for sure going to die. He's going to die. Official prediction, Denny will die uh, (laughs) within the next at least two episodes. But the thing is, is like, Izzy, don't be a dumb fucking moron.
1: Yes, the... like, keep it's it in your pants to be um, too emotionally involved and like care a lot about and like be personally like invested in, this is a whole other level than what we've seen from her before. Right. This is not just like, Oh, I care too much about these people and I think they're really nice. So I'm like going to get too like involved. This is a whole other level. And it is also not like ethically um, allowed. I'm pretty sure. So, that's yeah. fun uh, Okay And so then Well it's just also
0: very interesting Because in that I think it's that same scene Where Alex is like Oh yeah yeah I'll, st- I'll stick around Yeah like, I'll let's stay Let's do this I'll stay too yeah. yeah
1: I'm not jealous Everything's fine
0: I'm a wrestler
1: uh, I'll wrestle this man Who's dying
0: <laughs> I bet I'd win Who wants to bet on me Who wants to see me beat this Half dead man <laughs>
1: Um, And so then we go to the next inappropriate person, which is the husband of the super pregnant lady who is on bed rest. um, Because Addison has to do a C-section because she's had multiple issues throughout her pregnancy, whatever. Um, And this man is just leering at Addison the whole time she is talking. Just, I mean, it is so much... And then just starts, again, hitting on her in front of everyone. Super inappropriate. Um, he's like, thank you so much. You look, <laughs> the doctor who recommended us didn't tell you, you're didn't tell me you're so pretty, basically is what he says. So now did you look up this actress, Catherine Danvenu-, Danveu- Danvenu, I believe is what he said. Did you look her up when he said you look like her?
0: No, I'm looking her up right now.
1: So, Kath- yes, Wait, I looked
0: Catherine, her up.
1: Catherine who? Deniv- Catherine Deniv- Donovan? No. Look, I have the pictures pulled up. So I found the pictures that I thought were actually arguable that she does kind of look that way. Because she's older now, but this is when she was younger, right, in her prime. You could kind oh, of see yeah, how yeah. this... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They
1: could f- easily be siblings. Um, and then... This one where she kind of has like a reddish blonde hair situation going on. She could. Well, look at this.
0: Can you see? Can you see this one here?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a side by side. Look at that one. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures where I was like, oh, that was a good (laughs) call on someone's part, because truly this was another one where I was like, oh, if you looked really quick, that could for sure be Kate Walsh. Um, and I might throw these up on our yeah. Instagram so that the people listening to this audio podcast can experience yeah. this with us. Um, yeah.
0: Is it, uh, <laughs> let's play a game of, is it Addison Forbes Montgomery Shepherd or is it Catherine Deneuve?
1: Um, or so, Denuve. Yeah. She is, um, an actress. She's a bit older now, but she definitely in her youth did look like, um, they could arguably be related. So that was oh, a yeah. good call on the writers part. I wonder if someone like when they cast her was like, oh, she looks like this and someone else was like, we'll use that at some point.
0: <laughs> that was that <laughs> was the show writers North Star. At <laughs> some point reference this person's looks to Catherine Deneuve and they waited till season 2 to do it.
1: Yes. We're like we're going to cast her solely so you guys can make this reference.
0: But make sure the person who says it like awkwardly leers borderline he
1: is, he is uncomfortable
0: gawking. yeah oh that's funny
1: okay
0: uh yeah i the thing is is i i actually i made a comment at one point i was like he's not even gonna care about this woman once the baby's here i yeah. like something's gonna happen and yes. then it happened
1: the baby was born and he realigned his priorities um yep so also i did take note of when he says that to her and Bailey goes, I've been told I look like Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I love her so much. Uh, so, uh, and then Meredith and Meredith and George gets into the ER and George is like, oh, do we really both have to go? Oh, I don't want to go with Meredith cause my feelings are hurt. <laughs> um, so that's fun. Um, and then that must've
0: be, must've been a deleted scene. I didn't remember that, him, that dialogue
1: um i'm pretty sure he says it word for word six times in this episode so
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. that's right
1: uh bailey is there with the baby and the chief comes over and is like how are you going to do surgery and she goes i don't have to do surgery and he goes yet and she just goes i can't solve a problem until there's a problem to solve are you telling me that there's a problem and then addison goes yeah richard is there a problem (laughs) i was like yeah let's all gang up on the chief woohoo
0: yeah. Also, it was at that point that I reflected back on your comment from either last episode or the one before where you're like, they're doing a lot of clerical stuff that I think is outside of their job scope. And at that point yeah. I was like, yeah, Richard, what do you even do? You don't, you're just walking around complaining about Bailey and this baby for half yeah. the episode.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. Um, but he gets paid the big bucks cause he's the chief. He's gotta be having those affairs with Ellis, you know.
0: Mm, you gotta. When you're the chief, you gotta.
1: You gotta just you just gotta, you know. It's good times. Um, and then Meredith is like, George, you have to talk to me at some point, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm gonna take the stairs and not acknowledge you exist. Um, because he's annoying. <clears throat> and then we get to the ER. And we meet. Our first ER patients, which are a husband and wife who have had an unfortunate sexual incident, and she bit his wiener, and so he stabbed her in the neck with a fork.
0: (laughs) I love this couple. There are some points where I think that she's being stupid, but them as a couple, I love them. Yeah, given, I... what did he say? Uh, given me the special attention <laughs> under the table. Yeah. She's sucking dick under well, the table. Yes. And then he forked her, literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I um, thought you would be um, like in pain hearing that story, but I also thought you would think it was funny.
0: It is funny, but what it did make me want is a blowjob under the table. So at a restaurant, <laughs> sure, fine, somewhere. <laughs> but they never, they never really. I guess they, 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 they can, they don't confirm that the the convulsion or the biting happened because of the aneurysm. They never explain how that could have gotten from A to B. The guy just announces that she has an aneurysm, and they're like, "Oh, we should look into that." Uh, <laughs> So, what if they do it again and she literally bites his dick off that time?
1: <laughs> well, hopefully that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so then we get the title card, 639. Um, okay, so, yes, the wife's giving the blowjob. Something happened. She clenched her jaw. Um, <clears throat> uh, He, like, reflexively grabs the fork and stabs her in the neck with it. Casual. What are you going to do? Um, and then... So they're like, oh, let's do some tests. Like, do you have any other neurological stuff? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, you do have that brain aneurysm. That pesky brain aneurysm.
0: Yeah. I did write that they they used uh, brain aneurysms multiple times in the last couple of episodes. And I thought maybe they're, their writing is getting sloppy because it's just they default to everyone's got an aneurysm now.
1: Yes. Well, the other one was a heart aneurysm, which I do think is a bit more rare. Um, but I will say both the aneurysm people lived in last episode and this episode, though this one had a yeah, bit, we're gearing bit up of for a better a, ending.
0: We're, we're gearing up for a cold streak of aneurysms that will die. I've got a yeah, feeling. Yeah, no
1: one died in this one, but, uh, well, I mean, hockey guy's dreams died, but he didn't die.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: That was
0: a bummer. Do dreams um, have souls? Is that a <laughs> metaphorical or existential conversation that we want to have on this podcast?
1: If you've got a dream. Do
0: do you yeah yeah? Do dreams have souls? Come back next week.
1: Oh, well, also, Derek was being inappropriate again because he was like, "Oh, it was good seeing you this morning." Mm. It's like again, also <laughs> too close to her because that's just like his favorite place to be is too close to Meredith. Um, And then an ambulance comes And Bailey's like oh, I gotta go do a surgery Christina take the baby And she's like no <laughs> And Bailey's like no seriously take this baby Um, So she does Because like what else is she gonna do uh, It doesn't go great
0: <laughs> No Well then she's like yelling at the guy like Hey can you turn this off and he's like I-, I guess It's my <laughs> job to turn it on But that's fine
1: um and so Callie sees George and he goes up to her and she's like you did not call me. And he goes no I did I just hung up every time and she goes oh how very stalker of you. Goes with your shitty ass haircut.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um and so they like flirt back and forth then she uh is like hey do you want to see something gross? Or she may have said cool. I think it's gross. I think she's
0: I think she says cool, but she says it wildly inappropriately.
1: Yeah. Um, and so they go and we meet hockey boy whose finger is pointing six different directions all it at just the same time. Absolutely it's so
0: mangled.
1: It is <laughs> disgusting and I hate it. There's not like a whole whole lot of stuff that goes down on this show that really bothers me, but that was one of them. I will say anytime when it's anything with an eyeball, it really gets to oh, be. Like, yeah. I cannot look. I cannot look at an eyeball situation.
0: If they ever had a situation where they had to do surgery on my eye, I need to be completely under anesthesia. Yeah. Like, that's
1: like, it's so crazy to me that they just do like LASIK and all that stuff and you're just awake and they just pry your eye open with that like no. torture device.
0: No, I, I would be panicking. I'd be, I'd be toast.
1: I have to get basically sedated. Every time I go to the dentist, because I don't like going to the dentist, so I would absolutely have to be sedated for an eyeball situation.
0: Yeah. I need that. Even if they told me no, then I'd say, okay, well, then whatever my <laughs> prognosis is, I'm dying. Okay. Yeah, just like, take out my eyeball. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need no. It. No, I wouldn't say take out my eyeball. I'd say just let me die a slow, painful death, because it'd be <laughs> so the same painful, exact thing as doing the surgery.
1: eyeball death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> death by eyeball <laughs> infection. <laughs> <It's> so common. <laughs>
1: Um, I have an eyeball aneurysm. Um, okay. So, uh, wait, I'm lost. Okay. The broken finger is gross. Um, Meredith pulls the fork out of the lady's neck. They want to get Derek's opinion on the aneurysm. Well, the husband does, but the wife's like, no, we're just going to be disappointed again because uh, all these other doctors say they can help, but then they can't help, which I understand where she's coming from. Cause I'm sure that would be like. Um, frustrating to like always get your hopes up and then just and be like, no, never mind. You're still gonna die. <laughs> so sorry. Um, so they end up convincing the wife to like let Derek do scans and look at it and everything. So good times. Uh, I will say, trying... could oh, so we pause there
0: for a second? Yeah. Um, what, what's what's that character's name? The 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 wife. Sylvia. Sylvia. They write. And she acts that character really well. Because um, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I'm just gonna tell you a fun fact, but you finish your statement first.
0: I uh I really I I think it would have been hard for me to understand where she's coming from on the aneurysm if it was acted even just slightly off. Because she's like, listen, I I I'm not scared of this aneurysm. I think she actually at one point says, I love this aneurysm. Like, yeah. it's fine. It's awoken me. I get it. And I'm like, man, any, like, that's such a selfish thing. But the way you're saying it, it's like, yeah, yeah. you do you. Is that weird? So,
1: no, I think that's the, the way they've written her because I, and I agree if they had cast that differently or played it differently, that would have made her very unlikable. But, but it's not, it's not as though she's withholding information or lying to her husband She's just like basically this diagnosis changed the way I look at life Like you know a lot of people I feel like have experiences That are that make them realize how fragile life is how short life is what have you And that's just hers and she's like I am gonna live my life differently because of this I think a lot of people have experiences like that Be it a near-death experience or a diagnosis or loss of a loved one or anything like that um, so we're going to take... This is going to be a super weird one. We're going to do Living in Chandaland. Living in Chandeland. Nobody. But I did want to talk about... Literally none of these people are Oh, in okay. Shows. <laughs> it's just crazy. But I did want to mention, so the woman who plays Sylvia is Natalie Cole. And that is Nat King Cole's daughter. So oh. I just thought that was really cool. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, Because I thought it was just like a fun fact. So... She's very talented. I was very confused when I was fact. on her IMDb because when it like, if you go click on oh, filmography, I wasn't paying attention. And the first thing that came up was soundtrack. And I was like, what is like, this is the most random assortment of things. I'm so confused. And Grey's Anatomy wasn't on there. And I was like, what is happening? And then I realized it was cause I was on soundtrack because she also sings as well as acts. So that's fun. Wow. I love it. I wanted it. to mention that, <laughs> but yes, none of these, People were in any other Shonda shows Although the hockey guy Did play a shitty character In Gilmore Girls for one episode So that's fun
0: So we weren't living in Shondaland We were merely passing through To the next episode Yeah
1: yeah, none of of these people lived in Shondaland They just visited briefly
0: They got a hotel stay And uh There was some sort of convention in town And that's it Yeah, And
1: then they all left so, okay, yeah, I thought that was super weird. Um, I think that's the first episode. No, there was one other one, I think, where I just mentioned Ellis. Um, so one of the episodes Ellis was in. I guess she was the only Shawnvillain person, but yeah, there's that's there haven't been many where they where they aren't in any, especially because there were like a good amount of guest characters in this one, so I just thought that was weird. But my money okay. was
0: on the the hockey, the hockey mom.
1: Yeah, I thought either her or um, the the husband, the weird leering husband.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: But alas, twas nobody. Okay, so back into it. Oh, this is when Alex tells Denny that him and Izzy are together for no reason except for he's jealous, which I kind of understand. That doesn't mean he should have done. It was inappropriate, but I understand where he's coming from.
0: Well, I made um, a note there. I was like, "What if this dude dies today, Alex? You're an a hole."
1: <laughs> yeah, this was this was kind of an old Alex moment, in my opinion. This is not this is not our the Alex that we've come to know and love, right? This is uh, season. F-
0: this is not the Alex we've known <laughs> to we, we've come to know and know and tolerate. Un- un- <laughs> understand a little bit more
1: um so yeah Uh, and then uh, oh this is when we get the nice well 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 christina is changing the baby's diaper and it's going poorly and the chief comes in and she's like do you want to do it and then he leaves (laughs) and then we get the nice conversation between meredith and sylvia about the diagnosis waking her up and her aneurysm being her best friend and like basically, you know how it changed her life and why, why she is not afraid of her prognosis and her potential, uh, inevitable death. Ow. Um, and so then Addison goes to find Derek and he's the worst. So he's looking at the aneurysm.
0: I I made I did not like any oh I'm I'm intrigued well how about you get intrigued by those beautiful face and boobs and butt and eyes that are all right in front of you you dumb married
1: that you're married to um so yeah because she's like oh do you know who this woman is and he goes yeah she's an actress and she's super hot and he goes and Addison goes oh my patient's husband told me I looked like her and he goes isn't she blonde Bitch
0: Yeah Fuck you Derek
1: <laughs> Such a dick And she's like Okay well You're busy So I'll go Just wanted to come find you So that you could hurt my feelings Yet again
0: Yeah This show this The last There's a couple of episodes Where it's just her Going to Derek To get hurt And it's like yeah. <laughs> this. This isn't one It's not all of the things She's done in this episode But it's for sure It was a lot of them
1: And I'm just like, she's giving you so many opportunities to not be a turd. And yet all you do is turd it up. Turd, turd, turd it up. So then uh, Izzy and Denny are playing Scrabble and they're flirting. And he's like, oh, well, I just can't tell because like, you know, you're with Alex, blah, blah, And she's like, I'm not with Alex. He shouldn't have told you that. So Good times.
0: Well, this is also the scene where he's like, "I know hundreds of words," which is <laughs> hilarious to me. So funny.
1: <laughs> it's funny.
0: <clears throat> and I was like also Jeff like, so I, I had a, I had like an existential crisis in this scene because I was like, I even made a note. I said Scrabble scene. Make a note. Denny dies this episode, and then I go, "Oh shit, no fuck, don't die! I didn't mean it!" Uh, because he starts to like not be able to breathe, and I was like, "No, come back, Denny.
1: We don't want to lose you yet." <laughs> I don't want to be right when you said something else. Oh, when the guy, when you made the bomb, guy blow up.
0: Yes. When I, when I was like, Oh, imagine if you, Whoa. And then the guy (laughs) fucking explodes. Oh gosh. That will never get old. I wish Jessica would have videotaped that.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, he gets really bad really quick. He can't breathe. He, really needs a new heart super duper bad needs a new heart but he's on the list and you know um, they're not just everywhere uh, personally I believe there's no reason to not be an organ donor. Um, I think the reason a lot of people aren't is because they don't really know what it means to be an organ donor I think they and people think if you just die like if you like had a heart attack and you died. You would give your organs But that's not how You have to basically be brain dead That's like the only re- way You could be an organ donor because Did, I to Did I ever tell you What my dad told me Did
0: ever tell you When I got my license 16 uh, year old Carmen My dad told me Not to be an organ donor Did I ever tell you the story
1: No but I would love to hear it
0: <laughs> So basically he was telling me That if you list yourself As an organ donor In the DMV registry People will hack the DMV registry, run you off the side of the road just so that you'll get into a car crash so they can harvest your organs. And I want you to know my dad was not joking about that. He, in his heart, believed that that was a true possible outcome of being an organ donor in the DMV registration website.
1: Has he since been corrected? or? Nope, but I but now that I'm old
0: enough and I understand how the world works, like an adult, I'm an organ donor.
1: Yeah, so. well, that was what I did on my 18th birthday because I'm a super cool person. I registered to vote and I signed the organ donor thing on the back of my license because here you have to be 18 to do it. I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but you have to be 18 to like say that you're an organ donor. Um, so, yeah, I'm like a super cool person. So that's what I did on my 18th birthday. I also bought one lottery ticket and they carded me Dope. and I felt like a badass. No cigarette. No. Why would I buy a cigarette? That's gross. I have it's your 18th birthday. I have asthma. Um, so yes. Be an organ donor. If you can, if you uh, just think about it, just look into it. It's good to do. A lot of people would benefit um, from more, more of us being organ donors. True. So that just do it. Is, I will get off my soapbox now. That's just how I feel. Um, okay, so he needs a heart, but they can't really wait. So they're like, okay, there's this option where you can get this device that will like assist your body and like kind of pretend like it's your heart while we wait. But if we give it to you, you can't leave the hospital. And he's like, cool, that sounds terrible, but I'll think about it. And so he thinks about it. And Izzy is super mad at Alex, so she yells at him. And then he's like, Your patient's gonna die. Stop trying to fuck him. And she's like, I can't believe you said that. And he's like, Well, somebody should.
0: Yeah. Which Which I'm actually
1: are correct. Yeah. (laughs) Did he need to say it the way he said it? No. Should somebody have said it? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I am on, on the side of Alex on this one.
1: Yes, Izzy is being inappropriate yet again. So, um, then they're talking to the hockey kid, Heath, which is such an interesting name. He's um, upset because he's like, no, I really have to play today. So just like, let me play. And then we'll do the surgery tomorrow, whatever, whenever, whatever. And they're like, no, seriously, like you cannot put this finger in a glove. Like it is super broken. Do you have eyeballs? Like, look at it. It's really bad. (laughs) And he's like, "Well, if I don't play, I won't get a scholarship, and my life will be over." And uh, blah blah blah. So that's a bummer. Uh, It's just not 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 a good time for him. So then we go to the cafeteria where Addison is eating her lunch, and Leering Man comes up again, and is like, "Leering Man, I would go
0: to that music festival."
1: Leering Man. Um, so he just comes up and is being inappropriate again. And, you know, she's like, oh, look at this. Someone who pays attention to me. Honestly, I'm going to just give into it. And I'm like, I don't understand where she's coming from. Because Derek is being the worst.
0: And then she gets a free pudding out of it.
1: It's true. She does.
0: Which is what I would always be Always
1: ask. For. Always ask them if they're going to eat the pudding. Because maybe they'll say no. Maybe they'll say no. You can have a beautiful woman.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: Um, And then Christina Is trying to pawn the baby off On everybody (laughs) And Meredith comes and sits down George leaves and they're like Oh and Izzy this is another time When Izzy's like ooh Come on Meredith stop him make him stay Ooh like she doesn't Have that much control over the situation You're just gonna have to get over it Like why don't you try and talk to George And be like I understand That you're upset what do you need to move Forward like Instead of just saying, like, apologize, be like, what can Meredith do? So then you can say, hey, Meredith, George needs you to say these things and then he'll get over his shenanigans or whatever. I don't know. It just was another moment where I was annoyed. Um, Well, It's just ironic
0: that in that scene, she's like, can everyone just go back to liking each other and then walks away from Alex.
1: Alex? Yeah, I agree. Um. So so then Meredith and Derek are talking and they're being gross. And
0: sharing a sandwich.
1: And and then he sees this man flirting with Addison and he gets upset. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, well, she's laughing really loud, Kelky. Like, pick
0: a lady. Yeah, you said pick a lady. I said pick a lane. Either one,
1: truthfully Um, And then I wrote, everyone sucks in this episode
0: Literally, even that one lady
1: (laughs) In a different way Um, She literally sucks Yeah, Christina's trying to figure out what the baby wants And Bailey's like, hold him up to the speaker so I can hear his cry And then she's like, you have to feed him, he's hungry Um, no no no
0: she (laughs) says that's cry number four (laughs) like a fucking psychopath i respect it It i'm not a mom is this a mom thing do you know that there are the specific cries like oh that cry means that baby just shit her pants
1: yeah they're for sure Uh, well like especially in the newborn stage like not as much when they get older but like in that newborn stage there's definitely like hungry cry sleepy cry I'm awake and I need attention. Cry like different things like that. And they're definitely more distinct, but as they get older, it's all just kind of becomes crying. Cry. Uh, Yeah. So that's fun. But yeah, I did love that she labeled them by numbers. (laughs) I respect it. Get a bottle.
0: Very Bailey Um, of her.
1: Absolutely. Very, very uh, scientific. And, uh okay so Derek decides he can operate but it's like super risky. He's like I've done it once successfully. That's it.
0: And less than um, a dozen times a surgery has ever been performed.
1: Yeah. Which is crazy. Um so the wife is like really against it. The husband wants her to think about it. Um so he goes and talks to Derek and he's like please I cannot lose her and he you know makes Derek analyze his own marriage because he's like I just like didn't see her for 12 years. She was just there. And I just took for granted the fact that she was always going to be there. And I don't want to to lose all that time. So like can you get her to do the surgery?
0: Yeah, I will say I so this this was like a scene where I had to write down I don't get it. I because we we've both been married now for our our third anniversary is coming up this year or fourth?
1: Fourth. We both okay. got married in Fuck. 2018.
0: Fuck, that's a long time. Oh my shit. Wow. Yeah. COVID stole so much time from us. <laughs> know, um,
1: yeah. That's like, wow. Last, last year, I had an argument in my kitchen with my sister and Michael because they were trying to tell me that I had only been married two years and I had been married three years. And then after I proved to them that we had been married three years, they were like, oh, well, COVID took, made time meaningless. Yeah.
0: But it's crazy because I can't even imagine being together with someone for 15 years and this is, like, a common theme. This isn't just medical shows. This is, yeah. like, life, right? Where they're like, oh, I I stopped noticing. I stopped paying attention. Like, oh, yeah. I was absent. Then just get a fucking divorce. Like, don't...
1: God, well, there's people a are fucking it's just dumb. Like being indifferent, which is the difference to being, like, miserable. Like, none of these people are saying, like, oh, we hate each other. We're unhappy. What's interesting to me is, like, typically this is a trope you see in TV shows Um, where they they say it happens, like, when they have kids, right? And you, like, that's when it happens is because you're both so focused on, like, the kid stuff that you, like, don't um, always have time for each other. So what was interesting about this couple is they don't have kids, but they still, like, experienced that same phenomenon of just, like, falling into this routine and taking for granted the fact that they're just, like, married, and so they're just always going to be together like not really enjoying that time together as partners, just like being roommates, basically.
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if a day ever comes where I'm like, just not ready to jump Jess's bones at the <laughs> drop of a dime, then I, I, I'm, I'm getting a divorce.
1: I feel like there might be more to your marriage than that.
0: There is, but I'm saying that, I just feel like that would be the point where if I was so indifferent in marriage that I was like, nah, no, I don't need to have sex with her. It's fine. I would, I think that that would become a, a, a permeating effect that goes throughout the entire marriage. If I'm no longer physically attracted, if I'm no longer emotionally attracted, all of those things add up. I'm just saying well, yes, at that point, like, just don't different. even be together. Okay. All right. That's a whole different conversation. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying.
1: I do. I just don't think you're understanding that they're different.
0: I don't think you're understanding that they're the same
1: and different and,
0: and both the important. same.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. What's but the different. next scene? <laughs> I don't even um, know what happens. Oh, next.
1: Addison tells Miranda that she had lunch with that guy, and Miranda goes, "You're not going to fix the problems you have with your husband by having lunch with someone else's truth." Um, which is an accurate statement. Oh, Christina is trying to feed the baby and she's like, drink this yummy Bailey breast milk. (laughs)
0: So weird. love it. Love a good Bailey breast milk.
1: Um, and then George comes over and just like takes the baby and immediately calms it down, calms him down. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, I, I am a parent, uh, calms the baby down, takes the baby, gets him to eat. Everything's good. Burke's like oh you have nieces and nephews he's like no baby's just like me and Burke goes oh it speaks to a good bedside manner and Christina's like I hate it here I hate everyone (laughs) that is near me
0: and then Callie Um, of course walks up and then has sex with George right in the middle of the hospital right (laughs) then and there
1: uh yes Callie comes over and she's like oh Bailey's baby's so cute and then she's like oh I'm gonna do surgery tomorrow do you want in and Christina's like I want in and she's like who who the fuck are you that we'll was so away. good and She's like I'm Christina
0: Like that <laughs> matters so Fuck off it's, it's, a so rough, it's a rough
1: episode for Christina She's not having a good day Um. So but then Callie I like one of the my favorite things About Callie as a character is that she's Very um upfront Like there's not like a lot of games Right she's like Alright I am like I am extending another invitation to you you're going to have to do like I gave you my number. You didn't call me. I'm like tr- flirting with you. You're not doing anything like this is it. This is your like last opportunity. I'm inviting you to this surgery. You have to make the next move. <laughs> um, and then there's a nice moment between Christina and George <laughs> when Callie walks away and Christina's like, seriously? And George is like, seriously? <laughs> it's a good moment.
0: Even with the haircut. Am I right?
1: That's true. That's how you know she really likes him Because that haircut's bad Uh, Derek goes to talk to Sylvia About the surgery and she's like I'm happy with my life And my marriage and I wasn't for a long time And I don't want to have the surgery And then like lose it and go back And like be in that same bad place again And then um, Derek convinces her To do it anyways (sighs)
0: is what And then Izzy does the same thing to Denny she's like hey I know you hate this but like do it
1: yeah Izzy just straight up bullies him just straight up bullies him into something he explicitly does not want he's like I don't want to be stuck in this hospital and she's like well I super want you to be stuck in this hospital so I don't care about your emotional needs
0: (laughs) Yeah, because then she blurs that line. She's like, we need more time. We. Yeah. And she's He's like, oh, I guess we'll piss day. off Alex in the process then. Bah, 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 yeah. bah,
1: bah. Um. Also, inappropriate. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that comes up later, and I think we've discussed it before, is like, When a patient asks the doctor, like, oh, what would you do or whatever? They're like, I can't influence your decision. And I'm like, that's all these people are doing. All these people are doing is influencing these decisions. (laughs) Like, where is the medical ethics board? Because it's not in this hospital. That is for sure.
0: Yeah. I'm waiting to see. um, I don't know if we got it already. No, we didn't. Uh, I'm ready for a morbidity and mortality uh, conference to happen on this show.
1: We will get one. Don't you worry. We will get more than one, probably.
0: Good. Love it.
1: Um, Okay, so then the hockey guy comes back, and he's like, oh, I played the game. I did so good. Like, I got so many assists, and all the scouts were there, and I'm going to get a scholarship. Also, I cut my finger off. It's in this cooler. Dumb. (laughs) Casual. Dumb.
0: I teetered on extreme lack of sympathy and overwhelming sympathy for that man. I couldn't figure out which way I leaned, but so you were like, like
1: both Callie and George basically. Yeah, in that moment. yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but I was like, this guy's so fucking dumb. I, well, I for sure was like he's
1: a teenage boy. Like for sure. I'm like, if this was an adult, I probably would have no sympathy for you, but because you're like a teenager and you truly like, you remember being a teenager and you think that like everything matters, but like, you as an adult, you're like literally nothing I did as a teenager mattered. Like what the fuck? Um,
0: Yeah. Thanks. Facebook memories.
1: (laughs) Good times. But so it kind of, that's kind of where I think that you can let him off the hook is because you're like, okay, you're a teenager. Truly. He's like my entire future hangs on this game. So I do kind of understand like where he's coming from. It is terribly annoying that he keeps saying he got, the rules off the internet on how to do it or whatever like that's very annoying and he just keeps saying it um
0: yeah we got to think in 2006 everyone thought the internet was a beacon of truth so
1: <laughs> do you remember when like there was an end to the internet like there were like six websites you would go to and you'd be like that's it i saw today's internet
0: <laughs> uh no i don't remember that
1: it's just like there just wasn't as much and now that's all I do. It's just uh, there's just I and I'll never see the whole thing. <laughs> just I remember it all the time.
0: I remember there was a, a point in my life where I thought the internet was just AIM and the White Sox website, and that was it.
1: So that's basically the same thing.
0: Yeah, like, that's for fair. that was
1: your reality. I don't think
0: it ever occurred to me until. Years later, I guess. So yeah, you're. First off, you're right. I don't think it occurred to me years later. Where I could just go to Google. Like, remember Ask Jeeves? Like, you just you wouldn't ask, "Does this website exist?" or "Is there a website for this?" It's you'd ask the website a question. Uh, but now that we have Google, you just Google something. Can you something, imagine something. going
1: to Ask Jeeves as a teenage boy and being like, "What are boobs?" <laughs> Does- Whereas now the teenage boys just go to Google and go boobs,
0: <laughs> and that's it. Uh, do we want to do we, Never mind. We're not going to do this. We're not going to have a re, a repeat of that one episode on dude thoughts when we went to Reddit for fun.
1: Oh no, no. Look out for Reddit guys. It's a, uh, it's a dangerous part of the internet.
0: Also if don't go not to safe
1: for work or graphic content. Don't open it.
0: Don't, uh, don't go to BDSM for the first time on Reddit on air alive.
1: The part that you clicked on the one that says with pictures, that was like your biggest mistake. I need
0: to see what they're talking I'm a visual learner.
1: Yeah, and now you're visually scarred. It's
0: true. Also, AskJeeves.com doesn't exist anymore. It's just Ask.com.
1: That, but it still exists in some capacity, which is wild that they think they can like outdo Google.
0: Yeah, but let's see. Let, let me see here. Hold on. What are boobs? Let's see if it <laughs> answers is... that question.
1: Prime content, you guys. This is and it's this basically nothing. Why we want you to share us with all your friends.
0: <laughs> there is a breast anatomy website, so go ahead and check it out.
1: So that you can learn about breasts.
0: It actually is a it's a .dot org website, so yes, you can oh, so learn like all about how to
1: give yourself um, breast exams, which is important, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's on exams. the
0: national website. .dot org.
1: See, there you go. That's actually useful. Good job, Ask.com. Sponsor Thank us.
0: you. <laughs> I did that. I am the one who saved the day, everyone. Me.
1: <laughs> it's about time. Um, okay, so anyways. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're in the doing the surgery on the hockey kid. It's bad news bears. He's got a pretty bad infection. George feels no sympathy for him and callie's like i understand like where he's coming from like he was upset and he wanted to solve the problem and he thought he had a solution like and george is like no everything's terrible and everything is pain and
0: (laughs) And no matter what you do you'll always have you'll always have phantom pain
1: yeah and callie goes "Wow, your ex really did a number on you (laughs) so that's fun true and pretty accurate um so then uh, oh, they're taking Sylvia to the surgery and they're like, oh, we're going to move to Paris and we're going to do this and this and this. And then she's like, if I die, please do it anyways, which is like really sweet um, and also sad. Did you think she was going to die?
0: Uh, I did think she was going to die, but. Not originally. I thought she was going to live. And then when the guy came up and said, please don't die, I was like, oh, you just killed your wife, dude. <laughs> uh, but actually, that scene, that really got me emotional. When he said, please don't die. Yeah.
1: Um, and she said, I'll she's do like, my best.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. That was
1: yeah.
0: deep. I, I'm getting I got goosebumps right now. Right now. Aww. Yeah. Just don't. It's
1: because we went to Paris with our spouses.
0: It's because, no, it's because we and love we our spouses. we don't want our spouses to die. Yeah. But if they did die, do we have to fulfill their, their dying wish to raise both of our daughters and, and future son together as, as the two of us is as a that, family?
1: Is that their dying wish? I don't that's think just, it
0: is. That's what they told me their dying wish would be. I don't know.
1: Why are both of them dying together and leaving us to do the work? <laughs> what has happened point. where the two of them are dying? And why,
0: and why? Why weren't we the ones doing it? Why weren't we the ones to die?
1: Also, if they both die at the same time, like we're for sure going to be questioned by the police. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. They'll reference back to this podcast.
1: Yeah, we didn't do it. It wasn't premeditated. We no, love our spouses. No, no. We, we don't want them to die. It's true. We don't even have great life insurance.
0: We need. To, we've. That's been not true. We've actually got no. some pretty good.
1: Well, there you go. I don't. There's no life insurance on me. so. I don't think. Michael's got life insurance So I don't know if it's good or not.
0: Moving on so we don't Anyways, kill anyone.
1: Murder. Um Uh okay, so Bailey comes over and takes the baby and then this is like a nice moment between Christina. She's setting a boundary, but she's respectful. She's like, Listen, I know you could like tank my career and make my life living hell, but like I just cannot babysit your baby. And Chris and Bailey's just like okay. So, good stuff. Yeah, and then, I like that scene. Um, Addison is delivering the baby for the the leering man and his wife. Um, Burke is putting in the LVAD. So then Addison goes over to the patient's room and she's like, oh, I want to go get this man to tell me that I'm pretty again. And then he's like, oh, I don't acknowledge you exist anymore because my priorities have been realigned by the birth of my child. As they fine. do. <laughs> as as they should be. Um and Heath has a deep infection, so they could not reattach the finger. And also he may never be able to control his hand again. So that took a turn.
0: Yeah, didn't see that good. coming.
1: Yeah, that was rough. That's a rough one. And though she's <laughs> Callie's straight up like, Yeah, you can't even play hockey ever again. So
0: That guy so, if, if that guy cut off his finger just so he could play hockey, like, that guy will kill himself. He's going to commit suicide at some point in his life.
1: I believe they will probably uh, keep an eye out for that because they might know that he truly believes his life is over. So they're probably going yeah. to keep an eye on him to prevent that exact thing from happening because I do think that someone in the, that situation in reality would... Probably be very much at risk for that kind of uh, yeah. reaction. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bummer. Um, uh, Derek and Meredith are operating; they're su- they're successful. It goes well. He gots the, gets the whole aneurysm taken care of, so she's gonna live. It's good news, spares. And then Meredith tells him what the terrible thing was. What were your thoughts on this scene?
0: <laughs> he didn't look as disappointed as I thought he would. I think he just was like, maybe actually trying to be a friend. And I think when, I don't think that he, he it, it, the character, I don't think he thought it was going to be as bad as that. But right. he he knows how much George like loved her. He knows yeah. that, and because they'd interacted multiple times, right? And uh, what's happening with the screen there? What was what was that? Was that the cat, what? or was that you? Though no, the screen moved.
1: Oh yeah, Jinx is like laying right behind it, and I oh, don't okay, know what okay, she's doing, but she's moving a lot.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, I actually, I thought he was being, I thought he was making his best effort at actually being a friend in that scene, and I, I didn't hate it.
1: I think if you watch that scene, you can see right when she says it that he gets very upset. Now I, he I didn't. He, he was it obs- in very quickly. Hmm. He does not react to her in an upset manner. But I think if you watch that scene when she says that she slept with George, his facial reaction—he's upset, not like angry, just upset. Like, oh, the woman I love slept with someone else, even though she slept with. Many other people, men since they broke up, as is her right, because they're not together. Right. Can you hear her purring? Sorry. She's like, no, I can't. My business, like I can't. right on top of the microphone. Okay. Um, so again, I agree that like the advice he gives isn't terrible. And I appreciate the fact that even though he is visibly upset, he controls himself and reacts Probably the closest that we've seen to them actually being quote-unquote friends instead of just being inappropriate, non-lover friends.
0: It was actually good advice all the way up until he was like, just jump in the elevator with him. That's what I do.
1: So dumb. He's like just admitting like, oh, you know, when I want to be inappropriate with you and I trap you in the elevator, that's what you should do to your friend. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'm just going to go do it. So, I mean, that is what she does, but... Um, She does trap him in the elevator. She gives a very good apology, a very sincere apology. I, again, think when she explained herself at the end of the episode prior, when um, she's like, I didn't know I didn't want to until I didn't know. I think that was also a very genuine and fine apology. But this is another very good and genuine fine apology. George is acting like a child, won't even look at her in the eyeballs, and then just runs away. Cause he's dramatic. He's a dramatic baby.
0: I genuinely didn't think he was going to make it through the entire scene and walk away and not look back or anything. I was yep. actually floored that he followed through with it. It's Im- it's impressive almost.
1: Yes, the grudge holding is he's committed to it. Um, which in my we both I respect. I we I do I do appreciate holding a grudge, but I appreciate it more when I feel as though it is deserved. Yeah. So, um, okay. So Denny wakes up. Oh, Izzy is sitting with Denny and holding his hand, and then he wakes up, and inappropriate. Um,
0: Izzy, you can't (laughs) love Denny. You just can't.
1: But he didn't die.
0: No, I was wrong
1: on that. Um, Okay, so Christina goes home, and this is when we get the delightful scene of George and Burke playing their instruments together and bebopping around. Classic. Um, and then we get the actual decent scene with Derek and Addison. Um where he is like, I was indifferent, I was absent, I didn't see you, blah blah blah, whatever he says. And truly the whole time I was like, Man, this scene would be so much better if he would apologize, but I know he doesn't. And then he did. So I was like, wow, he actually apologized. I'm actually floored. Because I distaste, I distaste trust this character so much that I assume that he will never apologize. Even when he's actively saying things he did wrong, I was like, well, he's still not going to apologize. Cause that is just like the associations that I have with this character, but he did apologize. Um, I still think he's the worst, but I do think that this moment deserves acknowledgement. Yeah. So I will acknowledge it, but I'm still annoyed at him.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was a nice, it was a nice apology. He did a good thing. He did the right thing, and I—I I don't remember what Meredith's monologue was at that exact moment. Okay, now I can hear um, I'm sorry. <laughs> when her her face was on the microphone. <laughs> She's
1: using the microphone. She's trying to yeah. move it so that she can get to my face.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So. I don't remember what Meredith's monologue was in that moment, but I, I thought, oh, it was something like uh, literally about ripping off the Band-Aid before it hurts or until it hurts or something like that. Yeah. And I thought that she was going to, in that moment, tell Derek that she loved Mark. And I was like, don't yeah. you do it. But then I had to look to see how much time was actually left on the episode, and then I realized that was that was it. Nothing was happening.
1: Um, Is it... Uh, with some wounds you have to rip off the band-aid, let them breathe and give them time to heal, basically. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I... um, I really liked the way that they wrote Addison in this scene where she's basically just so shocked that he's um participating in the relationship at this level that she's just like, yes, yes. Like, it's not... An argument she's not, like, adding on. She's not piling on and being like, well, you also were shitty in this way. Um, but she is saying that, like, yes, you're right. We were, we were both contributing to the dissolution of our marriage. So it's, let's rate the episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that it is nice that yeah. he's like, I'm part of the problem. FYI.
1: Yes. Now, do you think he would have said this if Meredith had not told him that she slept with George?
0: I think so, because I don't think that was the thing that triggered it. I think it was the love between the couple.
1: Uh, I definitely think that's what made him like, look at his relationship differently. But I feel like the reason that he then voiced it to Addison was because of the Meredith George thing, because... He's like Meredith's like moving on like she's not pining for me even though she is she's just also having sex with other people but I don't know I think it's both I don't think he would have said anything I think he would have thought it but not wanted to admit it to Addison but I think the reason that he did was because Meredith told him about the George thing but I could see know.
0: both ways I don't know
1: yeah he definitely but. wouldn't have even looked at it differently if it weren't for his patience I don't no, even think he would sure. have acknowledged that he had any fault. But well, the it, it, was, it had a big part of it.
0: It may have it may have been something to your point. It may have been something that he was thinking about and it was growing and festering, and then he sees Addison with that, with that leering guy. And then it's the the, the Meredith res- revelation that puts him over the edge. I don't know. But yeah. Uh anyways, yeah, let's <laughs> let's rank this episode. Uh can I go first? Yes, please. It was average. I'm giving it a three resident resident point zero.
1: I'm uh I'm gonna give it an intern. Just, just like it's really, not, I didn't enjoy it. I was like, uh, is this over yet? For most of it, I was like, again, everyone was just being inappropriate and annoying. Um, while there was a lot of Addison, which I love, I, I just it wasn't enough to save it. Christina was only stuck doing baby things, not getting to do medical things, which I was like, this is not really, like. I understand the joke is like, she's not maternal. She's like bad with babies, but I felt it was played like too much, like maybe one or two scenes is enough, mm-hmm. but it was the whole mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. over George and his bullshit. Love Callie. Love seeing Callie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly everyone was just like, again, I think it's a filler episode. I think it's moving the plot forward, but not in, within this episode. I think it is moving the plot forward in what will be coming up in the future episodes. But this was just like a filler to be like set stuff up for what's coming in my opinion. So it's really just like a two.
0: Yeah. And that's 2. totally 5. fair. I'm going
1: to say in turn point five.
0: Okay. Which basically like rounds the people, to the, a resident.
1: <laughs> the Again, the acting and the writing is fine. There's just nothing like grabbing about it. It's just fine. But I, yeah, I don't, I would never be like, you know what episode I really want to watch? This one. I would never think that. Season
0: two, episode 20, (laughs) banger. Um, (laughs) Band-aid on
1: that bullet hole, bitches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's, uh, it's, it, yeah, it was fine. It's, for me, I, um, I just didn't hate it. And I didn't, know, I definitely
1: don't hate it. I think even if I, I don't know if I feel like if I hated an episode I would give it a zero (laughs) if you like even if I give an episode a one I wouldn't hate it I would just be like this is not a good episode but I still love it because it's Grace Anatomy
0: (laughs) I think I gave an episode a one and then you bullied me into a two.
1: I don't remember that but it does sound like something I would do so it it is possible that that happened
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but I don't remember Uh, it
1: happening (laughs)
0: But, yeah, I feel I feel good with our rundown. Um, so my official prediction is within the next two episodes, Denny dies. Um, and I'm hoping that now – so here, my, my prediction is that now that uh, Derek is getting to some sort of point with Addison, that he's like, listen, I want to really apologize. I would like to move forward now. Mark's going to come in and fuck something up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, but that will also happen within the next two episodes. I just got a feeling the next two episodes are going to be crazy.
1: The next two. Well, there's still seven to go in this season.
0: But the next two are going to be crazy.
1: <laughs> crazy. Um. Well, we'll see. So we definitely, so those are your two predictions. Those are your two main predictions. Yes, that's, uh, that's, Danny that's what dying I got. and Mark showing back up. Um, okay, well, we'll just have to hang out and see if that occurs
0: hang out here do it live
1: Do it live let's just we'll just sit here for the next however many hours watch it and then talk about it
0: we'll do it live i would love to do a live (laughs) stream episode like maybe one that you know it's really going to be crazy we we watch the episode while recording together i would love that actually yeah
1: Yeah, there's there are some crazy ones most of the really crazy ones though are like the two-hour ones so that's what's tricky so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll have to. Next time I come visit.
0: Yeah, do I it. I got to
1: figure that out too.
0: That'd be dope. Oh, I need to come visit you. I got to figure out. Uh, I should have some paternity leave coming up that I can use.
1: Yes. Everyone, good times. Good times. Visits, All vacations. Right. Use your PTO, guys. You earned it. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you guys, uh, so much for listening again. If you have a minute to share a rate review, we'll give you lots of shout outs on here. Um, follow us on Instagram at grace Academy pod. Uh, you can shoot us an email if you need to at grace Academy pod at gmail.com. And we love hearing from you guys. Um, <laughs> I did realize we actually had a couple of messages, um, after The uh, incident where I said that they named the baby Tucker When they named him William And then called him Tuck for no reason We actually had multiple messages being like Bad news, Carmen's right (laughs) So thank you guys for letting me know Um, And also... (laughs) being nice about it because they were like um no worries like not just wanted to let you know that like this is the thing and Carmen was right with like six smiley faces (laughs) I'm like that's so nice of you guys to like know how much I hated that Carmen was right (laughs) but thank you we love hearing from you it's super fun I love getting messages from everybody so um feel free to keep those coming but if you do make sure
0: no spoilies. Don't think about spoilers. Don't do it. Just, just don't. Just don't. It's un-American. It's un-gray's Anatomian It's un-gray's academyian. Uh,
1: do you know d- what we say to spoilies? We say, <laughs> "That's what we exactly. say to spoilies."
0: <laughs> exactly. All the bad words. You turds. You bastards. Uh, we just bleep the spoilies. <laughs> yeah. We'll 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 see you all in the next one.